Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Time to take a look at uh, what investors will be paying attention to this morning. And starting us off, we head over to the United Kingdom because, and I've been talking about this with some friends I have in the UK, right? And my response to them is to simply say, this will not happen here in Singapore. Well, you can't tell these days, no. It's always a surprise around corner, but say that. <laughs> in the UK, they have a tough time this week because they might not be able to take a train to work. Yeah, the worst disruption in 30 years. Uh, so for the next three days, rail travel is going to be disrupted. You're talking about 40,000 staff at 13 rail operating companies deciding to walk out. Because they want more money mm. uh, and the employers are not willing to give it. I think this is a similar story playing out in many countries. So here in the UK, you've got first the union asking for more pay. Like you pointed out, they want at least 7% pay rise, mm. but they are only being offered at most 2%. And on top of that, they have to work longer hours. Yeah, so if you yeah. factor that in, it might not actually be a pay rise, but actually longer hours for the same pay or even lower pay. So that's why they're up in arms and they have been talking about you know, how they need to get more money and salary for all the things they need to pay for, the rising cost of living, inflation. Yes. So all those issues come into play and I think that could see more similar situations, not just in the real sector, but other sectors in the UK. And it's a real possibility, especially in not just the UK, but the wider Europe, right? And you talk about people complaining about the cost of living, right? And this really is what investors are trying to navigate. I mean, the RBA is in action. Who knows what kind of reaction we'll get there, right? With these rising interest rates, that possibility of recession, that very doom and gloom picture as far as being able to survive mm. is concerned. Yeah, for the UK especially so, when we see how the economy has been struggling and they've been stuck in the middle having to figure out do they fight inflation yeah. or take care of the economy or prioritize it? And here you have another blow to the UK economy and it's going to be more bad news for them as we see the train strikes possibly meaning you know, people can't get to work and some estimates already are saying it could cost the economy almost £100 million. Almost a quarter of a million people won't be able to get to work on the first day of the strike. So you have a huge domino effect and spill over into the other economies as well. So it's not just affecting the train system, but also people trying to get to work, doing their thing. And this could have implications down the road for the wider economy. And already those rate hikes from the BOE mm. have been kind of factored in as a potential risk for triggering a recession down the road. So if you have this as well, it will just mean more problems for the UK economy. Yeah, and you know, wider than that, a lot of other economies are looking at this particular situation. If we were to look at money-wise, the sterling against the US dollar, I mean, how bad is it looking right now? Okay, so far this year, it hasn't been doing well against the greenback. It's down more than 9%. It did see a bit of a relief rally in the past few days, but Last week, it hit a two-year low and it's off the back of those prospects of a potential recession. And now with these 
strikes, we could see more pressure on the UK British pound. So something to look out for in the coming day. And this is also something potentially a factor in how the rest of Europe will be performing as well as they talk about you no know, potential pay rises by yeah. the unions as well yeah. as they start to talk about the cost of living. So this would be a running issue for quite some time. When you have these strikes, you, you get your message across fair enough, but you actually hurt the economy. I mean, especially at a time where you've got a lot of people traveling into London. I mean, if you try to book a flight, it's very hard to get a flight the next two weeks. Yeah, I can just imagine the tourism impact as well. People will be thinking yeah. twice, do I yeah. want to go to the UK right now? Maybe not. Maybe I'll go elsewhere. So it does have implications. So it is going to hurt the economy. And for unions, they have to really, in a sense, bite the bullet. Do they want to do a strike as a last resort? Yeah. Or yeah. will it actually backfire on them? So it's a very tough call. Very tough call. And it spreads to the rest of us here in Asia because we're all looking at things like food prices. That's yeah. going to heat up in the coming months. That's one of the issues investors will be watching in the coming week. And because of a Numera Holdings report coming through, talking about the rise in food price inflation, or at least the rising costs of food. Mm. That is expected to rise 5.9% in Asia versus 2.7% in December. So the pace of inflation in food prices will almost be double and they are saying it will accelerate in the second half of this year because of a roughly six-month lag time between global food prices and that impact in Asia. So more to come. And among the issues contributing to these food price rises is the pandemic lockdown in China, Thailand's swine fever outbreak and India's heat wave just causing an impact on the drop in harvest yields. So all these factors coming together to just raise the prospect of higher food prices down the road. Yeah, I thought chicken was your biggest problem. But no, there's a heck of a lot more. Then do you have the issue of inflation as well that will also play into this? So we are looking at things like cereals, edible oils, meat. And the next area in focus would be rice because ah. wheat prices have been going up. And the question here is, will consumers now switch to rice as a cheaper alternative? And mm. that in turn mm. will raise rice prices. And looking at what Singapore may be facing... Food inflation uh, is estimated to double to 8.2% in the second half of this year versus 4.1% right now. So that's something that's putting pressure on many Asian central banks to normalize policy, raise their interest rates or monetary policy settings to just keep pace with the FOMC Mm -hmm. and also to just address inflationary pressures. You know what I would be curious post-inflation, post-recession, to see how well alternative meat performs in Mm. this landscape. Yeah, that is a good question because when you don't have your usual suppliers yeah. at the usual That's prices, you, alternatives, you right? might be yeah. exploring other things. Yeah. Maybe it could be boom times for alternative proteins. But at the same time, I'm sure that also go up in yeah. <laughs> There you go. All right, thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 for the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.